Next thing I remember is waking up with a feeling as if I'd had a frightful nightmare. Bessie stood at the bedfoot with a basin in her hand, and a gentleman sat in a chair near my pillow, leaning over me. I knew him. It was Mr. Lloyd, an apothecary. I pronounced his name, offering him at the same time my hand. He took it, smiling, and saying, We shall do very well by and by. Do you feel as if you should sleep, miss? asked Bessie rather softly. Scarcely dared I answer her, for I feared the next sentence might be rough. I'll try. No severe or prolonged bodily illness followed this incident of the Red Room. It only gave my nerves a shock, of which I feel the reverberation to this day. Next day, by noon, I was up and dressed, and sat wrapped in a shawl by the nursery hearth. In the course of the morning, Mr. Lloyd came again. Are you afraid now in daylight? he asked. No, but night will come again before long, and besides, I'm unhappy, very unhappy for other things. What other things? Can you tell me some of them? For one thing, I have no father or mother, brothers or sisters. You have a kind aunt and cousins. But John Reed knocked me down, and my aunt shut me up in the red room. Don't you think Gateshead Hall a very beautiful house? asked he. It is not my house, sir, and Abbott says I have less right to be here than a servant. Would you like to go to school? I scarcely knew what school was. Bessie sometimes spoke of it as a place where young ladies sat in the stocks, wore backboards, and were expected to be exceedingly genteel and precise. Should indeed like to go to school, was the audible conclusion of my musings. Well, well, who knows what may happen, said Mr. Lloyd as he got up. The child ought to have a change of air and scene, he added, speaking to himself. Nerves not in a good state. In the interview which followed between him and Mrs. Reed, I presume, from after occurrences, that the apothecary ventured to recommend my being sent to school, and recommendation was no doubt readily enough adopted. On that same occasion I learned for the first time from Miss Abbott's communications to Bessie that my father had been a poor clergyman, that my mother had married him against the wishes of her friends, who considered the match beneath her, that my grandfather Reed was so irritated at her disobedience he cut her off without a shilling, that after my mother and father had been married a year, the latter caught the typhus fever while visiting among the poor of a large manufacturing town where his curacy was situated, and where that disease was then prevalent, that my mother took the infection from him, and both died within a month of each other. Bessie, when she heard this narrative, sighed and said, Poor Miss Jane is to be pitied too, Abbott. Yes, responded Abbott. If she were a nice, pretty child, one might compassionate her forlornness, but one really cannot care for such a little toad as that.